How has church communication changed in the last 10 years? What's the same? Find out today when we talk to Ruth Noble, a communications director with the United Church of Canada who got started on her communications journey in 2013. Hey there, church communicator. Welcome to the Church Juice Podcast, where we are energizing church communications one 20-minute episode at a time. I'm Brian Haley. And I'm Jeanette Yates. We're here to give you the communication tools and resources to help you thrive no matter what your title or role is. That's right. And one of the ways that we do that is by talking with people who are actually in church communications, right? So I'm excited today to to have my friend, Ruth. We've met actually in person now, but we've met a few times. And Ruth, you've been part of the Church Juice community for a while too. But I'm so excited to have you on today to talk about your journey in church communications and just share a little bit of your expertise too. So thanks for being on. I'm so excited to be on here. I'm such a Church Juice fangirl. I'm really thrilled to be part of this and to be communicating with you guys and not just watching you. So <laughs> it's great to be here. As he said, my name's Ruth. I'm also a minister in the United Church of Canada. And I've been in the church my whole life. My dad was a minister. And so I've always been part of the church. I worked at the Globe and Mail prior to going into ministry. And I think that's what led me into communications. Um, And really, I got into church communications because nobody was doing it. And I could see the potential there. So that's how I got into it. Because people were saying, oh, no, we're not doing the communications thing. And I'm like, yeah, we need to. That's really interesting. That's I mean, that's similar. I started a few years before that, but kind of the same thing. I really started in my church, I think as like the office admin. And then we quickly realized like, no, this whole communication thing needs to be a priority. So different, but similar. I think a lot of churches are still kind of in that boat too, trying to figure out, you know, how has communications shifted and what does that mean as far as responsibilities and roles? So that's really cool that you saw that 10 years ago and stepped into that. So what was that like, though, in 2013 when you stepped into that role? Like, what did the communications space look like then for you? It, it really just was, it, we were creating a new web design, new web website. And so I worked with the webmaster to create a website that worked for us. I very gingerly got people into Facebook. We had an e-newsletter, and that seemed to be okay with people. So it was just very baby steps, but it really just was website, e-newsletter, and Facebook. I can totally relate to that because we've talked about this a lot in several episodes, that whole like very slow paradigm shift. So it's like one step at a time, especially in that communications role, which we're going to talk about in a minute and how things pop up all the time and you're like, oh, this is a new thing. So walking everybody at their comfortable pace and sometimes a little bit faster is something that that church communications directors kind of have to do. We have to be patient. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> so you started 10 years ago. I'm curious, what's your journey been like? How's How has that role evolved? How's your responsibilities evolved? What's What's the last 10 years been like for you? Well, I went from congregational communications to working at the head office of the United Church of Canada, doing communications for our social ministries and community ministries. And so I did a lot of storytelling, photography, videos as well. We burned DVDs and gave them to congregations to use. And then we graduated them to a USB stick. (laughs) Now they can download them from the website, but... Yeah, that was a step forward as well. The USB stick was a really a learning for people. But 
So, and now I'm back in the congregation again and doing communications for a church um, that's creating a community hub within its congregation. So I've been working on websites, podcasts, uh, videos, photography, flyers, all of it, social media, all of it now again. I'm curious, you say a community hub within the church. What do you mean by that? So the church that I'm in now is in a, a, a very upper class kind of part of the, the city of Toronto. It's kind of like Central Park in the center of the city. It's very green, and the church is the heart of that, of that uh, community, but nobody knows it's there. And so they, it's a beautiful space, beautiful, beautiful facilities that nobody comes into <laughs> except on Sunday morning. And so the church was trying to imagine, reimagine itself. And so they thought, we need to create a hub within this community that we're in. And so they hired me specifically to do that, to create this hub that reaches out beyond the congregation to the community around it. Because one person who walks in the community said, you know, this is the heartbeat of our of our community and, and nobody knows about it. And it's like, well, now they're going to. So it's an exciting challenge. It, it's been yeah, it's been a very exciting challenge. Well, and as you were talking, I was thinking that's vital for churches to do. I know I was going to there's two different churches, my church. So we have lots of parts of town. So depending on where you are, there could be a center, a church that's in the center of that part of town. So there are several churches that are doing that where they're like hosting the story time or hosting yoga outside on the front lawn, you know, or whatever. So that's, you know, that kind of providing an experience for the community. But then as I was listening to you, I also was like, you know, this is also just taking it back to where churches used to be. Because we talk all the time about like churches used to be where you got all your information and where you did all your things. (laughs) Where my parents met. (laughs) Yeah, right. And so it's like, oh, well, this is like a return back to that as well, which I think is very appealing to a lot of people. And so that's that's so good that you're doing that. That's very inspiring. I want to come up there. (laughs) All right. So one of the other things I was thinking of, because I'm thinking about the questions that we had for you today, the next question is like, what's your most difficult experience in your communication role? And then the next one after that is like, what are you most proud of? And it sounds like this community hub could maybe be both of those (laughs) things. But do you have anything else? What has been the most difficult thing that you've dealt with in the communications role over the years? It's really really overcoming the fear of the congregation. Like the Mm -hmm. people in the church are afraid of being online. They are terrified of it. Yeah, fear of change. Right. The fear, yeah, right. the fear that things are changing and, and they don't understand this world and and they hear about cyberbullying and cyber this and they think, oh, we can't do that. And it's like, yes, there is a negative side to online social media connections, online connection, but there's an upside too and there's such an upside to it. So it's, it's constantly, my, my struggle is always constantly saying the same things over and over and over again. There's a real positive side to social media. There's a real positive side to being online. There's a real positive side to having an active website. Real positive side to putting our face right. out there. And and it's just this constant, like I feel like a, a broken record some days. And so, yeah, that's my, that's my biggest challenge. And yes. it feels like I've been doing it for years, saying the same things over and over and over and over and over again for years, like yeah. the, for the last 10 years. So indeed, that is my that is my most difficult 
the hub is, yeah, I am proud of the hub, but I think the thing, when I look back over the 10 years, the thing that I'm most proud of is when I worked at the head office of the United Church of Canada, the United Church of Canada supports hundreds of ministries all over the world and across Canada. And every, nobody knows all the ministries the United Church of Canada supports. So I created three music videos that showed all the different all the different ministries that we support. And the and the, the three songs that we used for the music videos were actually United Church uh, bands that were supported through the United Church to create the music that they created. So it was even just the music that you were listening to was supported through the United Church oh of Canada. Goodness. And I'm so proud of those videos. They're just they're they're the best. And so for me, that's my my pride. Well, now I want to go find those. <laughs> I know. I know. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, and it's a YouTube so- channel. <laughs> I can send you the links. <laughs> Please do. Okay. So one of the things that through the, the course of our conversation so far, you are a very creative person, Ruth. You're coming up with a lot of great ideas that are outside of the box. And I just love that. Can you speak to a little bit of like, of your creative spirit? Because it sounds like you really are a creative person. I'd love to know more about how do you come up with these ideas? Well, I think it's because I get bored easily. So Mm. I'm constantly thinking about how things can be reinvented and and reimagined in the world. And it just sort of comes up to me. Like, usually at four o'clock in the morning, these ideas come (laughs) to me. But but yeah, it's just, it's, it's it's always been my spirit, and that's always been what I've been doing is is just constantly doing different things. Um, so yeah. Well, and if you're repeating yourself constantly to, <laughs> to one group of people, I can see where you're like, okay, I'm going to switch it up. <laughs> yeah. Things that I can control, we're going to switch it up over here. So yeah. I, I, I can I can yeah. relate to that for Plus, sure. I'm well, a visual learner, so mm-hmm. I always think maybe I, if I visualize it rather than say it, they can they'll get it. I want to circle back to your challenges a little bit, because I want to hear a little bit more about how, you know, you, what you said is that people are afraid of change, right? At the mm-hmm. end of the day, nobody likes change or no. most people don't like change. No. And so it's a continual conversation anytime that you want to introduce something new or maybe even just shift how we're communicating. But for people who are just getting into church communications, they quickly recognize that that is always there, that fear is always there. So I'm curious, yeah. how have you dealt with that over the last several years? Um, what's that looked like for you? What does that look like for you now? I believe in it. So I just keep going. Like, like for anybody who's starting out, don't give up. Don't get discouraged. Don't give up. Just keep going. Just believe in what you do. You, you know in your heart and your soul and your gut that you're doing what's what's right for the church. Just keep going. Just do it. Don't give up because if they'll get there eventually. So but that's so that's what I would say to anybody who's starting out. I wish somebody had said that to me 10 years ago. Don't give up. But I had to learn it myself. But yeah, that's what I would say to anybody who's getting started in this. Don't give up. Just keep going and think of ways like listen to your your people, hear their fear and think, how can I flip that? so that it's not so fear and they can see the inspiration in it. Like one of the things I did was was try to use visuals rather than words for people to understand what we were doing with the hub and people were starting to get it. So you just gotta, you gotta try and try. 
Like it, right. it's test, 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 try, try, try. Speaking of try, 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 and <laughs> keep going, you've been a, you've been doing this for a decade, and a lot of platforms and new ways yeah. of communication or new ways to do the same kind of communication. I mean, lots of different channels, platforms have have come up. How do you decide what to try and what to not try? Or do you try it all and then get rid of what you don't need? What's your strategy there? I try it all and get rid of what what doesn't fit. (laughs) What has been your favorite um, thing that you've adopted as part of your communication strategy? Do you have a favorite platform or a favorite tool or something that you use that that I like I like the Canva. I use Canva mm-hmm. a lot for the visuals. Um, so I love Canva and it, I can really manipulate things in Canva so that, that it resonates with people. So that's that's the one tool that I continually use. Facebook still seems to be the popular platform. I mean, I'd rather move to something else, but I've done a little bit of AI and they're like, what are you doing to us? <laughs> so <laughs> that's going to be a gentle progression. Yes. <laughs> but, well, just remind them every time they talk to Siri or Alexa, they're using AI. <laughs> there you go. I got to say that to them. <laughs> it's all well and good until, you know, until it's something they don't understand. But um, I think lots of people you know, that we've talked to over the years have mentioned Canva. And I think all church leaders are like, yes, Canva saved me, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and I was in Word Art and then Canva came along. Yeah. Oh, and God, so, <laughs> right. But I love, I do love how Canva has like upped their game recently. Yeah, so yeah. there, it's actually, yeah. it's not like, oh, yeah. there's a Canva graphic. Yeah. You, know, you can yeah. actually do more and more than just graphics now. There's so much yeah. in there that's, Although you know, if when you use Canva, you can go, oh, that's a Canva graphic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, in your role, you have a wide array of responsibilities. So how do you decide or how do you stay on top of new opportunities? How do you decide when to incorporate them? What does that look like for you? I'm I'm a learner myself, so I want to learn the new stuff. I mean, I just signed up for a course on UX design. It starts in a couple weeks because I'm I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly taking courses and 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 I gotta say. This is a shameless plug, but Church Juice has certainly helped me a lot. I'll listen to the podcast on my way to work and go, oh, I have to do that when I get to to work. Oh, and I've quoted you in staff meetings. So just so you know, like I've like my colleagues all know Church Juice. (laughs) They're all like, I appreciate that. Church Juice are like, oh, again. So, (laughs) but yeah, because, and it's really helped me to be part of that. Um, I'm part of other blogs out there as well. So I just try to stay on top of things and just tweak things a little bit towards a new platform while keeping the old. So then people are able to just sort of put, tip their toe in a new new platform and then and pull out. So. so if you were training a new church communicator right now just they're that's their dream job they're like i want to be a church communicator really (laughs) (laughs) they do exist they do exist and you wanted to give them some help or some encouragement or advice starting out what would be what would you say to someone just starting out what do you wish somebody had told you other than like you've already mentioned like just keep trying but what advice would you give uh, someone who's just starting out I would say listen to the people you're you're communicating with 
And the first thing you do is do something that will resonate with those people because it, then it gives you street, street cred so that you can do something else that's not so comfortable for them. And they'll, they'll respond because they know you did the comforting thing for them. I like that strategy. I use that at my church too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. It works. Small wins <laughs> gives yeah. you the opportunity to make those big changes big. later on, right? But yeah. you have to, like you were saying, you have to know your people first. That's, you do. You that's do. You have to listen. Yeah, know your audience. All right. We ask this question of everyone that comes on. I'm sure you know what we're about to ask, but what is one encouraging word that you would like to give to the church communicator that is watching or listening today? I couldn't think of one word. It was a phrase. (laughs) Go for it. We'll take it. Don't give up. (laughs) There you go. That's awesome. Thank you again, Ruth. Thank you. Uh, it was this a pleasure great, to right? have you on today. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure you're you're in the Church Juice, the Facebook group, right? So if people want to connect with you, I assume that they can Please connect do. with you there. Is there another place that that you hang out where people can connect with you? That's probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. So yeah. Well, thanks again. And thank you for watching and listening today. If you aren't a member of our Church Jews Facebook group, I would love to have you join. It's a great space, whether you're just getting started out in church communications or you're a church communication veteran. It's a great space for for safe community and conversation and connection. Um, So we would love to have you. You can find a link to that in the show notes below. Thanks for listening to the Church Jews Podcast. On next week's episode, we'll talk with another member of the Church Juice community about their experience becoming a church communicator. The Church Juice Podcast is a listener-supported production of Reframe Ministries, a family of programs designed to help you see your whole life reframed by God's gospel story. You can learn more at churchjuice.com.